Prophecy series. And hello, everyone, and welcome to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. I am Vic Batista, along with web evangelist Nathan Jones of Lamb and Lion Ministry. We're transmitting live from the Aventura Hollandale area studio. We would ask that you keep us in prayer that our technology will not have any problems. And for today's program, our lines will be open. For those of you that would like to be part of today's program, our local phone number is 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. And well, today we're going to talk about the signs of the times. As we look at Luke chapter 21, verse 12, we talk about the sign of persecution. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Thank you, Pastor Vic. I'd be happy to. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you, Lord, for all who are listening in. And Lord, we just pray that you'll just put a blessing on all of us as we study your word, as we understand what the future holds as you tell us. And uh, Lord, we can get excited about your soon return. In your precious and wonderful name, amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Nathan Jones. Again, you're tuned into the Calvary Chapel Bible Prophecy. And also, Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. And we are transmitting live. And today's program is sponsored by Calvary Chapel Aventura and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. And, of course, we would encourage you to stay tuned during the week here at 10 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. as well for some incredible Bible prophecy programs as well as on Tuesdays. And during the week, make sure that you stay tuned to the open mic as well as the pastor's perspective and of course we want to encourage you on fridays to stay tuned to also the pastor's perspective as you will also get a pastor's wife's perspective as i am live with my wife maureen batista and that's at noon on friday so we want to encourage you to stay tuned to those programs but of course today i'm so blessed to have my special guest with me nathan jones of lamb and lion ministry my good friend nate is always a pleasure to have you on the program the pleasure is mine. I just love to be on your program. Your enthusiasm for the Bible, Pastor Vic, is just so contagious, and I hope all those listening in uh, just get just as excited as you are about the Lord. Well, Nathan, you know, I'm also excited because it's always great to see what the Lord is going to bring about as we do these programs and as the Holy Spirit also leads you as a special guest as you're taking us through this incredible journey, talking about certain signs uh, of the times. And of course, Nathan, before we jump into that, once again, would you be able to give us a little bit of information regarding your ministry and just your contact information for those that are new to the program? Certainly. Well, like you said, I am the evangelist, associate evangelist for Lamb and Lion Ministries. I focus on the web. With a, you know, there's almost 3 billion people out there who have access wow. to the Internet, to computers and mobile devices on. We want to share with them the good news of Jesus' soon return and the gospel of Jesus Christ, the, the message that saves people's souls. So that's what we're excited about. That's what our ministry's been doing. We do that through our television show, Christ and Prophecy, which broadcasts all over the world in 17 networks. Uh, we go through podcasting and go to our website at lamblion.com. That's lamblion.com. And there you can find all sorts of articles, uh, both in written and blog articles. You can find our TV show there and watch it there. Sign up for our newsletter. And it's just a great wealth of information 
about God's prophetic word. Oh, thank you so much, Nathan. Of course, for those that are tuned in, do uh, uh, twave.tv and uh, twitcasting.tv. Likewise, they can check out the website and the beautiful pictures. And Nathan, I know you guys always have some incredible things going on with Dr. Reagan. I think uh, you told me he's actually off to Canada and then he was in Israel. Hello, Nathan. I hope I didn't lose you. Uh, no, no. We had a little sound issue, but I, I hear you just fine now. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, sometimes with technology, that's why we keep it in prayer, right, Nathan? So <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of technologies going on behind this. It's, a it's lot. It's amazing. I can't it, wait till we get to the sign of evangelism because, you know, <laughs> God's given us so many different avenues to evangelize the world nowadays. And you, man, you are utilizing like most of them. Well, we're trying, Nathan. We're trying. You know, I really have to say also just to our listeners, I really enjoy your conference when you did the sign of technology. You and I are two techno geeks, right, Nathan? So we go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, you know, any any method to share the gospel, I think one of the greatest signs of the end times, I know this isn't what our topic is today, but the sign of uh, increase in technology, which you read in Daniel 12, 4, how the end times knowledge yes. and travel would increase greatly and our ability to communicate and we live in a time period unlike anything in human history where we can share the gospel over the airwaves, TV, radio, podcasts, Absolutely. cell phones, mobile devices, you name it. God's given us all these different avenues to share the gospel, and it's wonderful to be able to use them. And I really compliment you and your team at T-Wave for being able to use so many of those different technologies to share the gospel. Thank you, Nathan. And it, we're just excited because we believe that God is coming soon jesus christ is coming soon and we just want to open up the avenues and reach people because we know that as you have been taking us through this incredible journey in luke chapter 21 mark 13 matthew 24 talking to us about signs of the time 10 signs that we have been concentrating on and nathan you've already shared about seven of those signs there in luke and i wanted to see nathan and maybe today we can recap uh, on those incredible signs that are uh, we're starting to see certain things happening right now, but the Bible tells us that there also be greater signs, fearful signs in the sky, according to Luke chapter uh, 21. And I wanted to see maybe you can recap for us a little bit about regarding those um, signs in the skies. And then we'll jump into the eighth sign as you're taking us to 10 of these about the persecution. Would that be okay? That'd be great. That'd be great. Well, like you said, we're going through Matthew 24 with its parallel passages in Luke 21 and Mark 13, and, and Jesus was answering the questions that the apostles had. The apostles uh, were looking at the temple there in Jerusalem, and it was the most magnificent building they'd ever seen, and uh, they're just gaping at it, and then Jesus says, this whole thing will be destroyed. One, not one stone will be left upon another. And the apostles are like, what? They were so tongue-tied, it took them to travel to another, the valley across from Jerusalem, before they finally asked them three questions. They want to know, when would the temple fall? Right. They also want to know, what will be the signs of the end of the age? And they also want to know, what will be the signs of Jesus' coming? So, we know the temple fell in 70 A.D., and we know that the signs of the end of the age mark the end of the church age, the age we are living in now, which will end when the, Jesus comes and raptures the church up to heaven. And then when they want to know the signs of Jesus' second coming, the second coming happens at the end of a seven-year tribulation that will be coming upon the earth. So when Jesus gives us the answer to these three questions, he gives us these signs, uh, ten of them, that cover each of these three questions. But right. the frequency and intensity of the, these signs increases 
through answering each of these three questions. So yeah, the signs were frequent and intense before the temple fell in 70 AD, but they're even more frequent and more intense before the end of this church age. And by the time Jesus comes, the second coming, the signs will just be screaming in people's ears every single day. Incredible, Nathan. And of course, that's why as we look here at Luke chapter 21, uh, we see so clearly uh, that the Bible tells us regarding uh, this, uh, verse 11, and there will be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilence, and there will be fearful signs and great signs uh, from heaven. And uh, last in our last episode in our program, you also talked to us about there in, in the book of Revelation, where it just talks about also these signs as the seal judgments uh, come. And can you talk to us a little bit about that, Nathan? Sure, sure. Well, uh just a quick recap, uh, when Jesus gave us ten signs, we've talked about the signs of false messiahs, false Christ that will be coming at the end of this age. We talked about wars and rumors of wars, the second sign that would increase in frequency right. and intensity. We talked about the third sign, which is earthquakes, how earthquakes would become more frequent and more yes. intense and more powerful as they came upon the earth. And then we talked about famine, how famines would be just increasing in frequency and intensity, especially during that tribulation time period. We talked about pestilence, which is plagues, diseases, sicknesses. That's the fifth sign that would come on the earth. The sixth sign was fearful events, both social and economic. And we certainly live in a time like that. Absolutely. Then we get up to sign seven, which is the great signs from the sky, that, that there would be signs in the heavens that would point to the soon return of Jesus Christ. Mm, amazing. And Nathan, of course, and we see that... Uh the Bible tells us the people, in a sense, as we might use today's word, they will be freaking out because of yeah. the things that they're going to see. Yeah, I mean, when you read verse 11, there'll be great earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilence. There'll be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. And we know that we're living in a time where we will see quite a, a number of amazing signs in the sky, both uh, from outer space and, you know, in the stars and all, but also around the world. Uh, now, before the temple fell in 70 AD, there were some signs in the sky. Uh, in uh, Josephus records, he's a historian at the time period, right. in 66 AD at the second Passover, there was a, uh, which we know today as um, the comet, uh, Halley's Comet came through and the people were freaking out. They, 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 were, I, they didn't know what, the, what it was. I remember that. You, wow, back in 66 A.D.? <laughs> no, actually, it was kind of like a joke because of a Hail Bob Comet. Remember, Nathan, pushing a yeah, forward back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People thought they were going to be, be taken off this planet by Hail Bob. Yeah, you're not <laughs> kidding, man. But, you know, uh, as there were some signs in the sky at that time, and certainly the Jesus' star, you know, the star of Bethlehem was a sign in the sky. Today we have so many signs in the skies as it relates especially to weather. Like as yes. we get closer to the end of this age, before Jesus comes to rapture the church, that these signs will come more frequently and more intensely, like birth pains before a child is born. Uh, tornadoes especially. Just in 2011 alone, uh, there was 1,691 tornadoes. That's amazing. Uh, in April of that year, 758 in one month. That was the single largest month of tornadoes recorded. And so people are looking up in the skies and they're seeing yeah. tornadoes all over the place. Now, tornadoes have kind of died down a little bit this year because of the drought. Without a lot of water, there's not a lot of tornadoes, but we're suffering from terrible droughts, which falls under the sign of famine. Uh, hurricanes, especially as we get close to Jesus' return, the hurricanes become more frequent and, and intense. Uh, back in 2011, we had Hurricane Irene, which killed 48 people, 
caused $15.8 billion in damage. Wow. Hurricane Andrew was the third most powerful, $40 billion of damage, 61 people died, and you probably remember Hurricane Katrina back in 2005. Absolutely. One, yeah, I mean, 1,833 people died, caused $133.8 billion in damage. And so people are looking up and they're seeing these these frequent uh, hurricanes and they're seeing tornadoes, they're seeing signs in the sky. Some people are looking at eclipses and wondering if eclipses have anything to do with anything. And so there's a lot going on. But that's nothing, nothing compared to the signs in the sky that will happen at during the tribulation, that seven years of wrath that will befall the earth before Jesus' second coming. Mm. Nathan, that, that is amazing. This is why individuals need to pay attention and recognize that these are big numbers that we're talking about, the disasters. Uh, I remember Hurricane Andrew when it came through Florida and just the devastation, the area of homestead in Florida, South Florida, I mean, it, it looked like a wilderness. Everything was gone. And Nathan, exactly. And this is just a, a drop in the bucket, in a sense, compared to what the Bible says is coming in that terrible time uh, of the tribulation. So thank you, Nathan. Of course, our lines remain open. The local number is 305-992-9537. 305-992-9537. You can also get a hold of us at 321 End Time. 321 and time 363-8463. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about signs of the times. And of course, Nathan, there in Luke chapter 21, verses 12 uh, through 19. And I'm not sure if you might be able to read those verses for us before we jump into the following sign of persecution. Would that be okay? Sure, sure. And again, you know, I'm sorry, I totally forgot that you lived through Hurricane Andrew. So that's right. <laughs> I, do, I do apologize if that sounded insensitive to you and your audience. Uh, uh, did, how badly did it affect folks in Miami? No, and you're not being insensitive at all, Nathan, because you're in Texas, you know, we're Miami, so. <laughs> <laughs> we get our, our versions of storms too, brother, but uh, that's nothing right. like the hurricanes that hit Miami. Yeah, no, th that was, uh, like, I always like to say, like, it was like a, a, a little mini nuclear bomb that was dropped, Nathan, in wow. that area. It was just intense, amazing, uh, incredible. But actually, Nathan, believe it or not, I came to Florida a few months after Hurricane Andrew, so I just really missed it. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. I only saw the aftermath, Nathan, when I moved here. I couldn't even find a place to live because the whole area was just devastated. That's amazing. But when I moved to Dallas, I found out that Dallas has got one of the worst storm areas in all the country because it sits in the apex of three different weather patterns. Wow. Those weather patterns mix. We get terrible tornadoes, and right now we've been going through a multi-year drought, and it's just it's tough living weather-wise here. But, you know, like you, like you said, the, the Bible says that as we get closer to the, the last days, and I believe we're in the last days now, yes. that, that this will get worse. I mean, you, you saw the devastation of Hurricane Andrew. I remember pictures of it and that in Katrina, where it just, like you said, it looked like a bomb, everything flattened. But, man, when we read during the tribulation time mm. period how that the moon will turn red like blood and the stars will, like, fall from the earth, that's the sixth seal judgment of Revelation 6. Right. We read in about the first trumpet judgment of Revelation 8 how there was hail and fire that comes from the sky. It looks like mixed like blood, and it burns a third of the earth up. Can you imagine a third of the trees and the grass being burned up? That is and just we, unbelievable. Yeah, I, and that it just keeps going. It talks about asteroids that hit the earth and kill a third of the sea life, uh, a, a mountain called Wormwood that hits the fresh waters and poisons the, 
a third of the fresh waters. We talk about the sun and the moon uh, darkening for a third of the day so that daylight isn't as long. We need another judgment during the tribulation where, where smoke will rise up from this, this hole in the earth called the abyss and cover the sky. We read about how the sun, the atmosphere isn't protecting people from the sun and radiation and scorches the people and they, they curse the name of God because the punishment is so intense. And then how just before Jesus comes at the very end of the tribulation, there'll be flashes of lightning, rumbling, thunder, hailstones at 100 pounds That's falling upon the earth, crushing people and buildings. Nathan, so, I know we're not going to go through the tribulation, but that scares me. That one there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should when... We're talking about the whole weather pattern of the world just going nuts, absolutely nuts, and, and people dying from all these natural disasters. Uh, you know, they can't drink the water. Uh, the animal population in the seas are, are dead. Uh, the sky, the, the, the ozone layers, and they're protecting us, and the people are, are burning. I mean, by the end of the tribulation, literally the entire ecology of the world would be on the precipice of death. Wow. We're talking about the extinction of the world, and if Jesus didn't come at the end of those seven-year tribulation, if human history was allowed to keep going, uh, the Bible says that there would be nobody left. We would all be dead. And we were, yes, and Nathan, I was talking to my son Isaac. He's 15, and you know teenagers, they're all excited about, you know, they're always trying to destroy stuff, right? Well, <laughs> yes. well you know your son, too. Yeah, and, I got a 14-year-old, yeah. Yeah, and they're at the stage where everything is destruction. And I and we were talking about this passage, Nathan, regarding these meteorites and asteroids. And that really caught his attention because he was like, really, Dad? I mean, can you imagine if a 50-pound or 100-pound uh, boulder uh, hit a car? He goes, what will that do? And I, 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 so it was really exciting because, Nathan, also when we talk about Bible prophecy, we also need to remember the young people, right? It's an outreach for them. Exactly. I mean, it's an exciting time. I, I remember loving Bible prophecy since I was a little kid. Uh, you know, it's strange. It's, it's not a very popular topic right now, especially in the churches. We, we're surrounded by signs of the times, and churches, uh, uh, understandably, are very focused on all the problems that people face in daily life. But I think we, our churches miss out so much when we ignore the 31% of the Bible that is prophecy, because God's telling us something. He's telling us that he is coming back soon. Are, are our hearts ready for that? Are, have we given our lives to Jesus Christ? And how are we living? Are, are we living a good life and sharing the gospel right. with other people and leading people to the Lord? And youth see that. They get excited about that because they know they live in one of the most exciting time periods in human history. Absolutely. And I'm glad that your church, Calvary, Alva, Calvary Chapel Aventura, is sharing God's prophetic message with people. Definitely, Nathan, because it is very exciting, and I love it when our young people have an understanding of what's coming, and it's really, it ignites them as well to live holy and live pure and to make the best of every opportunity. So I'm in, in a sense also training up my children so that they would understand these signs of the time. So Nathan, you're taking us through this incredible journey. Uh, these destructions, uh, Revelation uh, uh, tells us uh, regarding uh, the events, the the the, the catastrophe that is coming, and then uh, in Luke chapter 11 there, uh, you're moving us through these signs, and then after these great signs in, in the skies and in, this, in the heavens, then, we, then uh, Luke there in his gospel starts to talk about the, the persecution that is coming, right? Right. Jesus, the, with his eighth sign out of the ten he gives us, talks about the persecution of Christians. So we, we go from the natural disasters that will 
will grow more frequent and more intense, and he switches over to the persecution of his followers, starting yes. in verse 12 of Luke 21. But before all this, they, that's the authorities, will lay hands on you and persecute you. They will deliver you to synagogues and prisons, and you'll be brought before kings and governors, and all on account of my name. This will result in your being witnesses to them. But make up your mind not to worry beforehand how you defend yourself, for I'll give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. You'll be betrayed even by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. All men will hate you because of me, but not a hair in your head will perish. By standing firm, you will gain life. Mm. Amazing. And Nathan, right there, you know, persecution is something that, of course, we know when the early church started, it was great persecution, uh, but also in our time and also in the future. Can you talk to us a little bit about the development of this? Certainly. Well, again, um, oh, yes, Nathan. Oh, okay. Sorry. I started hearing an echo there. Um, there was a tremendous amount of persecution, obviously, that the early church faced. Uh, everyone's familiar with the stories of the Roman Empire throwing Christians into the uh, Colosseum and, and feeding them to lions and gladiators, and uh, the church was persecuted right out of the bat by the uh, Jews, the, the same ones who persecuted Jesus, the Sanhedrin. Even though everybody's uh, response for Jesus' death, the first persecution came amongst the, the Jewish religious leaders of the time period, and then it moved out into the Romans and and various governors and other religions, especially Caesar worship at that time. And as the Twelve Apostles went out into the world, you know, only one of them survived without being murdered. Uh, here you go. Here's your Bible pro Bible quiz here, uh, Pastor Vic. Which John, one survived? John the Apostle. Yes, very good. <laughs> very good. You know, you can read Fox's Book of Martyrs, and you find out that James, son of Zebedee, was beheaded in 44 A.D., Matthew, he was killed by a halberd in 60 A.D. James was beaten to death by a club after being crucified and stoned. Amazing. Matthias was stoned to death and then beheaded. Andrew was crucified. Peter, as we are most familiar with, was crucified upside down. Bartholomew was flayed alive and then crucified. Thomas made it to India to share the gospel there, and he was killed by a spear. Simon the Zealot was crucified. Paul, as we know, was beheaded in Rome. And those who followed the apostles, like Stephen, we read about he's the first martyr. He was stoned to death with Paul, who was Saul of Tarsus, watching on. Mark was dragged through the streets of Alexandria, Egypt, before he was beheaded. Philip, the apostle, was crucified. And Dr. Luke, who we read uh, is the author of both Luke and Acts, he was hung. Wow. So we read about how the people who, who saw Jesus, who were the apostles, that was which made them apostles because they could see Jesus, and ministered uh, along with him at the time, they all, all of them, died for their faith. Now, John, he didn't get away too unscathed, right? I mean, he was boiled, and it didn't work, so his skin must have been a mess for the rest of his life. He was sent out to the island of Patmos to be exiled, and we do know through uh, church tradition that he did finally was released from the island of Patmos and made it back to Ephesus where he was And, and Nathan, there. he was up there in age, right, around 90-something years old. Yeah, they were trying to boil a 90-some-year-old guy to death. I mean, they were vicious. It wasn't that, that well, okay, you're a Christian, right. I'm a, a Caesar worshiper, whatever. No problem, we'll just get along. It didn't work that way. If, if you weren't the state religion, you were dead. Exactly. And uh, so it was very, I mean, if you believed in Jesus Christ in the first century, before the temple fell, as Jesus said, 
then you gave your life up, and many, if not most, Christians did. But as the time went on, as we've been through the last 2,000 years of church age, uh, we have seen the persecution of Christians increase in frequency and intensity. Matter of fact, Fox's Book of Martyrs reads, And yet, notwithstanding all these continual persecutions and horrible punishments, the Church daily increased, deeply rooted in the doctrine of the Apostles and of men apostolic, and watered plenteously with the blood of the saints. You know, Nathan, that's a great point, because we see that all the Apostles, I mean, persecution is something that if you call yourself a believer and you're making a difference for Christ, you're going to get persecuted. And the reality is, you know, I, I like what you said, because here's John in Revelation chapter 1, verse 9, and he's writing to his uh, to his friends, and he says, I, John, both your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom of uh, and patience of Jesus Christ was on the island of Patmos called, excuse me, called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ, right? And, he, and here he, he relates to um, the persecution, and then you tell us, Nathan, now, uh, all of them, I mean, with the exception of John, uh, all died. And it's interesting, Nathan, we're actually almost finishing, I'm almost about to finish teaching through the whole New Testament. Wow. And and we are in uh, we are in Second John, uh, actually, yeah, Second John, and then we're going to go into Third John. And I was just uh, sharing with our ministry here that John is one of those incredible individuals who suffers so much persecution. But look what God did through him, right? Exactly. And there we got the Gospel of John, First, Second, Third John, and Revelation. God kept them alive because He wasn't done with them yet. That's right. Nathan, that is incredible, and I know we only have about a minute or so to this first segment of our program, and of course, Nathan, you know, part of what we like to do is to encourage our listeners. There is going to be persecution, and maybe there's individuals right now experiencing persecution, and I wanted to say maybe, Nathan, if you can share a word of encouragement for those that are tuned into our program via twave.tv or twave.org. Well, what is, I think, comforting for anybody who goes through suffering is knowing that God himself went through suffering. He gave his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you, to take your sins upon himself, to pay that price of yes. that punishment of death upon himself. He agonized over seeing his son die, and he knows what suffering and death is like, and he can relate. He can understand what you're going through, and that's why it's so important that we give our lives to Jesus Christ. We ask him to forgive us of our sins. We throw everything that's sinful in our lives away that causes so much harm, and we live a life that's pleasing to God, and he'll set our path straight. And though we will have suffering still because we are allegiance to Jesus, he will protect us, he will guide us through the problems, and we'll be much better and stronger on the other side. Mm. Excellent. Thank you, Nathan. And of course, anyone tuned in, of course, our lines will continue to be open, 305 992 we thank you for being part of our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. Vic Batista and Nathan Jones, as we've been talking about the subject matter of persecution. We pray that you can stay tuned to our second half of the program. But Nathan, thank you so much for being part of this first segment. Thank you for having me on, Pastor Vic. I appreciate it. Thank you so much.